Logan, it's froth. Great episode. Benjamin brought a lot to the table. That made it for very interesting listening. Um, really enjoyed all of that. And as well as your uh, response and thoughtful response on uh, barbarians. And then I'll always love your eight variants. But go for people. Enough said. Oh, I th- think not i think i'm gonna need about two solid hours on gopher people from you so that's that's my challenge no i'm just kidding anyway enjoyed it as always see you later thanks froth it may be a while before you see an episode with the title gopher people though (laughs) last episode i sent out a challenge to my anchorite friends to share their three top monsters it's only fair that i share mine My top three monsters. I'll start at three and work my way up to number one. I have one all-time favorite that I'm going to leave out. While I adore dragons, I'm going to leave them off of this list because I want to focus on the monsters I'm likely to use in a typical game. When I do use dragons, they're such a big part of the setting, they're more like countries or gravity than monsters. My number three monster is any of the family of slimes, oozes, jellies, and cubes. When I was growing up, I got to stay up late one night and watch Son of the Blob. It was such a crazy movie, but I never lost my fascination with slimes, especially when they started selling little plastic cans filled with them. Oozes and jellies are wonderful because they're so alien and produce a delightful mix of fear and brainstorming as the party tries to figure out what's effective against them. My number two monster is werewolves. American Werewolf in London probably played a big role in my werewolf craze, but that's not all. Reading folklore and actual historical accounts of supposed werewolves can be pretty shocking. I think the idea of a transition from a human being into a creature of pure violence frightens the heck out of me. It can be fun to share that fear with my players. And finally, my number one monster is Death Knights. I was so captivated by that little picture in the Fiend Folio that it led to numerous iterations of powerful fallen knights who have come back from the dead to serve evil masters. I wanted to be a knight so badly as a kid, a death knight seemed like the ideal foe. Eight variations on goblins. I'm picking on goblins because they're an iconic low-level fodder monster. I love goblins, and I don't think they need to be relieved of their duties, but I want to offer some other possibilities for those early encounters. Number 1. Animated Objects Remember Fantasia's Sorcerer's Apprentice scenes? How would you combat 20 animated brooms? Number 2. Killer Leprechauns We all love leprechauns until they get into a bad batch of mushrooms, start foaming at the mouth, and rampage around the countryside biting everyone they can get their teeth on. 
Number three, orc teenagers. What if your town has a treaty with the local orc clans, but some of their teenagers are bored, angry, and looking for trouble? Could you subdue them without killing them? Would it be possible to keep the peace? Number four, demon weasels. What would happen if all the weasels in the woods near your town suddenly got possessed by a demon? Number five, wyvern hatchlings. They can't fly yet, but they're the size of a halfling and really hungry. Number six, troll parts. What if that hand someone cut off of a troll grew another little troll that was running around stirring up havoc with its one big hand? Number seven, wild dog centaurs. What if you ran into a pack of wild dogs that had little human upper bodies coming out of where their neck should be? And number eight, headless skeletons. What if the town you're in has a long history of sending innocents to the axe? What if all the skeletons of the falsely accused rose up to get revenge, but couldn't tell corrupt officials from regular citizens because no heads? If you like hearing about monsters, I do another show with the incomparable Ray Otis of the Plunderground Zine and Podcast. It's called Monster Brothers. Each episode, we dive into a monster's background, our own early experiences with it, how we would use it in a game, and then we each follow up with a crazy variation on it. Give it a try. That's it. Just a short episode this time. I have a little project on the Swordbreaker Patreon that you don't have to be a supporter to download. I'm still working on it. It's just a little trifold brochure that should give you everything you need to run a little dungeon world crawl. Feel free to go down and check it out and let me know what you think. Thanks again to Luke Quaid for the cool Swordbreaker theme remix. If you want to get a hold of me, you can call into the show using the Anchor app. Or you can send a note to swordbreakerzine at gmail.com. The crew at your table is making demands. They want adventure in fantasy lands. Wahoo, Swordbreaker! You need some options, and you need them now. They're bored with the owlbears and sick of the drow. Wahoo, Swordbreaker! You're brilliant, it's true, but you know in the end, even the finest can use a friend. With random rambling and homebrewed lists, listener content with awesome twists. Bow, 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 Swordbreaker!